Hi, everyone. Welcome to Becoming Today. You are listening to episode number 75, Better Body Love with Ashley Reeves. Welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. We are your hosts, Tawny Beardall and Erica Peterson. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. All right, we have an incredible guest for you today. She has had a profound influence on me personally as a grown woman, so I know that her words and her perspective will be pivotal for any of you teens listening today. I am thrilled to welcome Ashley Reeves to Becoming today. Thank you for being here, Ashley. Thank you. I'm so excited you guys asked me to be on. <laughs> oh, of course. So I've been following you for years and years on Instagram, back when your page was mostly dedicated to healthy recipes and delicious food. But mm-hmm. I have to tell you, what has always shined through for me has been your light and your just super fun and positive personality. Oh, thank you. That's so kind. Well, Ashley, yes, you're someone that's just super real. And I feel like you've done a wonderful job expressing the importance of body acceptance and love all along the way. But now I have noticed that there's been a big shift in your platform and you've really begun to focus solely on body positivity and self-love. And people are just so drawn to it. The world is aching for your message. So I want to know, How did this change happen for you in your personal life and for your platform? Well, I think something that's interesting is I started to give myself permission to change. I think that especially when we start sharing things online, we notice what people like and we kind of, I feel like I almost was trying to fit into a role of being this like healthy food blogger. I felt like that's why I'd started and that's, you know, I was sure that's why people were there and I was, I started to feel like it was forcing myself. We, but when you really think about who we are as humans, like no one is the same person they were a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, we all change and we learn a lot and we evolve. And I, once I kind of was like, oh, I don't need to be this person that I think I have to be. And I started just being open to sharing what always, I always want to do what doesn't feel forced. I want to do what feels good to me, what feels right to me. And I have to do that without expectation of whether or not it works for other people. And I remember being a little scared actually when I decided I was going to be done talking about, you know, I really like talking about healthy eating and dieting even. And I remember just really not wanting to have that conversation anymore and thinking, okay, well, a lot of people are going to leave because this is what they're here for. Um, But making that kind of deliberate, intentional shift and saying, hey, I know this is what a lot of you guys have come for, but um, I'm choosing to talk about some other stuff now. And if you want to stay here, great. And if not, I totally understand. But just being honest and true to what I was going through at the time. And so it's been really good for me now. I'm just in a place where, yeah, I love talking about body positivity right now because it's super important to me. And I've seen so many blessings in my life from really, really loving and paying attention to my body and doing it from a place of respect And I'm also open to that that message also may change, you know, like I really love talking about it now. It makes sense now. And I, it's a conversation I feel really called to share, but if it changes also in the future, I'm okay with that too. But just kind of letting ourselves evolve and not trying to always fit into a certain thing, I think is really important. I love that. You have created an entire program focusing on this. So it's called the Better Body Love Guided Audio Program. And 
it's just helping us really learn to love and care for our body from the inside out. And we love the idea of this program. We're so excited when we saw that your program actually has an entire section completely dedicated to speaking to teens, which is our whole goal is to share this message to teens and share with them why this is important. Yeah. When I first started sharing this message, I was obviously like I was a mom and I was having a lot of kids and I would have those conversations a lot with women my age. A lot of us struggling with body image issues, it was coming from a place of trying to heal from so much damage that had been done when we were teens. And so I kind of just thought, you know, I think it's really important to heal, but how cool would it be if we could prevent it in the first place? And so then I felt if there was a way that I could get this message and tailor it for teens and get them to a place where they felt confident and had value and worth before any of these like dark thoughts really creep into our head and our lives and how much more empowering would that be? So I still definitely talk to women who are healing and that's a big part of my story and my process. But I spoke to a lot of youth groups this summer and just having these conversations with girls that are even younger. So I'm hoping that we can get them in a place where they can feel um, confident and they can feel their value without having to get to those really low places, you know? Oh, yeah. I totally resonate with that. And that's one reason why I started this podcast. It's kind of speaking to everything I wish I would have known when I was a teen. Yeah. So I feel like my heart wants to burst in thankfulness for what you're doing in this arena for teens. And you posted recently on Instagram this really cool, it was an image of a pyramid. It basically explained the foundation of your program through this pyramid. So I would love for you to explain to us how you use these building blocks as a base for body love and acceptance. Well, I, you know, I read a lot and I follow a lot of people online who talk about body positivity and I try to immerse myself in that culture pretty heavily because for me, it was essential for a long time. Like I just wanted to soak it all in and get those perspectives. Um, But one thing that I kind of noticed that was a little bit backwards is that a lot of people would start with saying you had to like change something or fix something to like love your body more. Or a lot of people saying, you know, self-care is like a big buzzword, like go get a massage and that's how you take care of yourself and go get a pedicure and that's what self-care is. And it is fun. And those things are great to do. Massages, pedicures, that's all really fun. But I personally just felt like for you to really, really love and care for yourself, it has to have some more foundational values that can like hold true. The thing that I would differentiate real self-care in my mind is that I wanted it to be something that didn't cost money because then it becomes a privilege. If you have to get a pedicure for it to be self-care, there's going to be people who that's not an option for them. You know, so I kind of started thinking about, I don't want it to be a privilege. I want it to be accessible to everyone. And I also think that sometimes the message of self-care can be a distraction from what you actually need to do. And so I think to take care of yourself, you have to start. So I have this visual of a triangle and the base of that triangle being infinite worth, just really, really doing the work to know that your value as a human has nothing to do with what you look like, how many Instagram followers you have, how many friends are calling you hanging out on the weekend, whatever it is, like really working to figure out that worth. And that sometimes is really hard work, especially if you have been conditioned to believe that your value is contingent on other things. You have to work really hard to know that it doesn't matter. You have infinite worth. You have the same amount of worth as your friends next to you at school, as like the Kardashians, Mother Teresa, whoever. We all have the same worth because we're born with it. It's not something we have to earn. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not something that we lose if we make bad choices. Like that 
concept of infinite worth and really understanding that your value as a human is infinite. It was really important to me because I really was like, okay, what's the most important baseline? So I feel like that's like the bottom of your pyramid, that worth. And then on top of that, I felt like the next step up of the pyramid was gratitude. So being grateful that we have a body at all and being grateful for what it does. And we all have limitations. There's some people with more extreme limitations than others, but being grateful for what our body does and not getting too hung up on what it doesn't do. Um, I spent a lot of time, a lot of my life actually being so annoyed that I was six feet tall and I hated how tall I was. No boys wanted to date me. I, and I wasn't even good at sports. I felt like I had this massive body that served no purpose other than just standing out and you know, just being a reason for people to make fun of me and working with a place from gratitude where you can love your body and I can appreciate my height and looking for what I like about it, but also not focusing on it. I could be okay. Maybe I am frustrated that I look a certain way, but not even focusing on that, looking at it from a place of gratitude and thinking about what I am glad for. I'm glad that I can breathe. I'm glad that I can talk. I'm glad that I can see like just those simple things a lot of us take for granted. And there are some people who can't talk or who can't see. And, you know, we just, we get really hung up on these appearance related things when often we really just need to focus on what we have and working place of gratitude. And then I feel like once you move through that, I was able to work through a place of acceptance, like accepting that my body looked different or was different, but accepting it as it was and not trying to change it or think that it had to be different. And then at the very top of the pyramid is where I felt that self-care came in. And that's where I could, you know, I could eat a certain way or I could exercise or I could do all these things that some people would say you have to start with that first. But I think it's all foundational to make sure you have that worth, gratitude and acceptance aligned first and self-care at the very top. And self-care looks so different for every single person. And I just feel like it's 10 times more effective when it's built on a solid foundation of those other things first. So whatever you do, whatever your self-care looks like, it'll be more helpful when you've taken care of the root cause of all of that first. Oh, totally. I loved that visual. And I just kept on telling Tani when we were preparing for this, I'm like, why is that so hard for us to build that base? I mean, it is something that people look past constantly and they just really struggle with that base. So we really have to get that foundation strong first. Like why is that such a natural tendency for us to ignore those things that we've been given? Because I think it's not flashy and fun. And I think that it's hard. It's hard to sit with yourself and be like, I am going to choose to be okay if I don't ever look like X, Y, or Z. And I'm going to choose to love my body even if it doesn't do this. I have a friend who struggles with infertility and it's hard for her to get to a place where she can be like, yes, I love my body even though it can't have babies. Like that's a really hard thing to finally adjust to. Or I have a teenage girl that came and spoke to me once who was deaf, hard of hearing. And she had had this point of frustration where she felt like it had really made it so she couldn't connect with people. And she was really frustrated with her body, but also her getting to a place where she was grateful for the things in her body that worked the way she needed them to. And just not, you know, harboring down on those things that are so hard for us, I think is really important. But I think we struggle because it's hard. It's not easy to do. It's not flashy and fun and it doesn't look as cute as an Instagram picture with like an ice cream cone calling it self-care, you know, (laughs) for sure. So I wish this was a switch that we could just flip like, okay, I've been beating myself up and been negative for years, but I'm done, you know, and I I know it's not that simple. There's been 
years of negative self-talk or thoughts about ourselves, how do we heal from those and decide to choose a different path? I think we have to really slow down. One thing that I teach um, people to do in my program is I teach them to go back to the very beginning and start thinking about like writing out the stories that have hurt you and the stories that you've told yourself about your body and how it works and how it functions. And you have to go slow down and you have to go back and you have to kind of work through all those things individually. And you can't really heal unless you deal with stuff first. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we've swept it under the rug and we don't want to deal with it. It's too hard. It hurts too much. But really the only way we can really heal is dealing with it. And we just have to deal with it by talking it out and reaching out to resources if we have some available. And honestly, being honest, like being honest with yourself about decisions you may have made based out of like fear or insecurities and trying to fix where we can. Like, I think that's so important. I love that, Ashley. I feel like there's many, many reasons why we all might struggle differently with this body love and acceptance. Like some of us, like you said, might be insecure about our height, whether it's too tall or too short, or um, even having different health conditions or skin problems. I mean, we could just talk about so many issues that so many of us focus on about ourselves. But I am assuming that one of the most common struggles you see is people discussing weight. And is there a way you can help us just crush this whole weight idea? I just think the reason why weight is such a common one is because I feel like it is the most prevalent in media and everything around us. It's like a universal thing that people are saying you have to look a certain way. And there are lots of insecurities. Even I talk to women with insecurities who are really thin, who have insecurities about being thin. Hmm. Um, You know, weight is something that is measurable. It's ridiculous. And I think that it's something that's also been altered to the fake sense of reality. I think it's really important to pay attention to ads that you see that try to make you feel like you need to change your body or change your appearance to have worth or be an acceptable human in our society. It's actually really empowering to just accept your body as it is and be grateful for it and not needing to try to change it. And we definitely don't want to get to a place where, um, and I, this is where I see a little bit of a overcorrection is where people will say, you know, we don't care about weight, like eat whatever you want, do whatever you want. And they can just feed their bodies really terribly, which I have totally done. But I think the really important thing is when you love your body, you care about it, you want to take good care of it. You can make choices for your body and how you eat from a place of love and not a place of shame. And there's a lot of messaging out there that would be like, oh, if you eat this, you're a bad person or like there's bad foods and good foods, like nothing like that. (laughs) What you want to do is you just want to be aware of the choices you make for your body and you're doing it because you love your body and not getting too guilt or shame ridden. If you know, if you ate an ice cream cone, you're not a terrible human, but you know, just maybe have a little bit and then making sure you're getting enough nutrition in other places. I think that's really important. But I think the reason why weight is such an issue for so many people is because it's everywhere. You see it in magazines, on social media. And the thing that we forget is how altered it all is. You know, there's apps where people can make themselves look thinner. There's filters where they can make themselves look smaller. There's Photoshop. There's all these things. Like almost any image in a magazine has been airbrushed and enhanced and whatnot. And just they really are not accurate representations, but we see that and we compare ourselves to that when it's just not reality. And so, yeah, I think that's why so many struggle with weight is because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. 
Yeah. Oh, no kidding. It's so hard to overlook what they are kind of forcing us to see. But I do think you're right that love and gratitude are completely the antidote to the whole thing. And you talked a lot about the food choices, but it's also, for me, I remember using exercise as a punishment for myself because I would choose those, I was bad yesterday, you know, giving the food either a positive, negative. And I would would say, gosh, I was bad yesterday. So now I'm punishing my body by exercising. And since I've personally discovered this self-love, I totally use it as a it's a reward. Like I love my body and that's why I want to move it. I want to keep it healthy forever. I'm just so grateful for her, for this beautiful body. And I just want to move to be my best to be here as long as I can. And it's not about a punishment anymore. It's all about the love for it. And that changes everything, isn't it? It really does. And when you look at it as a celebration too, like I think about the first time I got to go running after I had a baby and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much easier. Like just really being excited. I mean, I was really slow. It was nothing impressive, but yeah, using our body in ways that we can move our body as a form of celebration and not punishment is so important. I love what you said there. So when we learn some of these things, we're trying to really own them. Like that's awesome. I really want people to buy into this, but I think sometimes we do fall back in that old habit. So, you know, bad talking about ourselves, either to other people or to ourselves, just mean thoughts or comparisons. What should we do to keep ourselves from falling into those old habits again? I think the best thing we can do is daily. I sit down every single morning and I say affirmations to myself. I think it's that daily check-in. Like I'm grateful for my body. I'm grateful that I can see. I'm grateful I can hear. I'm grateful that I can walk. Like whatever it is that you are grateful for in your body, that daily check-in with yourself to just sit in gratitude. I think that's the best way to avoid falling into those traps. And then when you do start to feel negative, start to address where that is coming from. Because I feel like often it's outside influences. And if there's an outside influence that makes you feel less than or insecure, you can eliminate a lot of those influences. I see a lot of things online where people say, every time I'm on Instagram, I feel bad about myself. And I see this and I don't like that. I think we sometimes play the victim in our online experience when we actually have tons of control because we get to choose who we follow and we get to choose what we engage with online. And if there is something that you see online that makes you feel insecure, you can unfollow it. The unfollow button is like a beautiful thing and it's our right and honestly our responsibility. So if we're having a poor experience online or even with the people we associate with, like we can, you know, check out from certain friend groups if they're not making us feel worthy and things like that. I just think it's really important to kind of take that responsibility. That is such a good point. And Ashley, there's a statement that you made that I just have to read it because it touched me seriously to my core. And it's what has honestly helped me pull myself out of just having negative thoughts about myself. Mm -hmm. And you said, your body, no matter how many parts don't look or work the way you want them to, is the only way you can be here. Experiencing your life and fulfilling your purpose. You need a body to be here. Be grateful that you have a body that's breathing today. You don't know what tomorrow will bring. I want to know what created this thought for you. Have you had experiences that have completely changed how you view yourself? Yeah, it was at the deepest, darkest parts of my insecurity with so much hate and self-loathing of my body. I had a family friend who was diagnosed with stage four cancer, and it really, really woke me up to 
the time I had wasted hating my body and how grateful I was, even though I was overweight and not super confident with the way I looked, the fact that I had a body. And this woman was leaving four kids. She since has passed away. And I just was like, this is insane. I had this visual of her in this huge auditorium of women just looking at all of them. And you know, the chatter of women like, I wish my thighs were smaller. I wish this was different. I wish my hair was clear, whatever. And just kind of looking at them being like, I would give anything to have any of those bodies because it would keep me here. And our bodies are a gift, but we won't stay alive forever. Like we will experience mortality and we don't know what our life holds. I'm grateful for every day I have. And when I realized that we were losing this woman and this mother, I just thought like the best way that I could honor her is to start loving and being grateful for what I have because I have another day and I don't know how many more days I'll have. I, I can be diagnosed with something tomorrow, but I don't want to waste my very precious, very limited time hating my body. It just felt so ungrateful to be mad that I was overweight when there were people literally dying, wishing they could have had a body, you know? Yeah, that's definitely where I got those thoughts from. I just started writing it out. Like it's literally the only way we can be here. We don't get another option. This is our body. Like this is it. And so we might as well be grateful for it. That's so beautiful, Ashley. It honestly brought me to tears. And I think you've done a beautiful job honoring your friend and not only embracing that personally, but spreading it through the world by the work that you do. I love it. And I'm so grateful that I've been benefited from it personally. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I'm so glad it's been helpful. It's been, it's been good. I say that to myself. I have that little thing memorized because I say it so often to myself and I usually say it when I'm speaking and whatever, because it's really important. I think that message is like encapsulates everything that I want to share, you know, about the ma- how much it all matters. That's so interesting that that's my biggest takeaway from you too. I love that. Thank you. Ashley, is there any other take homes that you would want to share with teenagers that they can really own and buy into? Like this is so important and we hear this so often, but we don't always buy into it. Is there anything else that you'd want a teenager to hear? I think specifically when I talk to teenagers, I like to say the reason this all matters is because the world needs more love. The reason why you need to work on loving yourself first is because everyone around you needs it too. But you can't, it's like that airplane oxygen analogy, you know, you can't help and serve and love those around you if you hate yourself. It just doesn't work that way. And so the reason why it's so important for you to spend the time and the energy to truly love and care about yourself and make good choices for yourself and not walk around in a place of shame and hate is because when you're able to do that, there's a trickle effect. So if you're kind to yourself first, you can be kind to others and we desperately need it. My husband is a middle school principal and the stories that he tells me are really heartbreaking and devastating about the things that teenagers are going through and how they feel about themselves and how they treat each other is really awful too. And I just think the more people that we have, the more teenagers we have walking around confident in who they are and wanting to serve and help those around them, the better. And that's why this is also important because it can kind of be like, well, why does this matter? It matters because the world is hurting and there's a lot of darkness and a lot of sadness especially teenagers have this incredible opportunity to really rise up and help and lift and serve those around them, but they have to take care of themselves first. That makes me want to ask you, what can we do to help us through the things that others say? Because, you know, 
that really does wear on you. Even if you find that you are grateful, you find your infinite worth, like that stuff does really hurt and can be so painful. What would you say to help anyone who is getting that constant feedback of negativity? I just always say that it has nothing to do with you. If people are rude to you, it has nothing to do with you. And I was definitely like bullied and made fun of when I was a teenager. And I, especially as an adult, now that I have some perspective and able to step back, I can see it had nothing to do with me. I was an easy target, but it wasn't because I was a bad person. It was because that person was hurting. And so I feel like if we can disassociate those comments and those things that people do or say to us and just understand that it's them, they're hurting People who are confident and love themselves and who are in a good place would never behave that way. They just mm-hmm. wouldn't. Because when you know your value has nothing to do with any of that, you don't treat people like that. And so, yeah, I just feel like it has nothing to do with you. So true. I love that. Ashley, we yeah. actually ask all of our guests the same question. I'm dying to hear what your answer will be. Okay. So if you could go back and tell your teenage self one piece of advice, what would it be? I think I would probably say that I would want myself to focus on traits that will give me lasting confidence. So meaning that I think we get wrapped up in like how we look and how we present ourselves and whatnot, but the things about me that give me the most confidence um, for me, like I love being a good friend. I love being a good listener. I love being a leader. I love being inclusive. I love making sure people feel accepted when they're around me. And I think if I would have spent my time and energy making sure I was doing more of that, I wouldn't have gotten into such a bad place with the way I thought about myself. So really like dialing into the traits that give you actual, real, lasting confidence. And those are intrinsic. Those are things on the inside. It's not like how great of a dancer you are, football player you are, anything like that. It's like those kind of confidence the kind of confidence that connects with people, Mm -hmm. like the things that people are going to want to be around you more. Like no one's hanging out with you because they think you're really good at football. There's something about you that you're making them feel safe or comfortable or heard or understood, included. Like those kind of things I feel like are the best use of your time. And that is the best qualities to have. That is just so meaningful to hear. And I love that message. So thank you for sharing that. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can our listeners find you if they want to learn more from you? I am on Instagram. If they're teenagers, I'm also on TikTok. Oh, yeah. She is (laughs) a TikTok queen. You are incredible. um, I'm just Ashley Rose Reeves on both platforms. Um, TikTok's a little bit more fun, like a little bit more like funny content. But for like all the body positive messaging and stuff, Instagram's definitely the best place to find me for sure. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. You're awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please click to subscribe and join us on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Becoming.